0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Geek Awakens, where the talk is geekier than finding your best cape to take to the State Museum. Um, I'll explain that in a minute. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Mitch, and joining me tonight is Matt. Hello. And Tabitha. Hello. Uh, Pickett will be joining us later for Gut Reaction. So, uh, this was something that I actually have been meaning to bring up with you guys, and I kind of forgot about it again. Heh, whatever. Hi. Um, (laughs) So, this is going on on September 27th. Uh, The Illinois State Museum is... They do, like, a museum after hours. It's kind of like a regular thing. They have, like, a different theme every... I don't know if it's every month, but, you know, no. at regular intervals. Um, so this time, it's uh, all about superheroes. Oh. Um, they will have uh, music, food, games, trivia. Uh, costumes are encouraged. So, um, so yeah, so I can bust out my Nightwing. I don't have It's all right. <laughs> um <clears throat> uh let's see it's uh they will have wine from west of wise winery and beer from obed and isaacs um as well as the nuthatch hill barbecue food truck is going to have food Ooh, okay food for sale and um but yeah so uh tickets are ten dollars uh for ism society members and 15 dollars for non-members and includes one beverage uh it is uh 21 and over so sorry for youngins um but yeah, so it's it's one of those things that, like it sounds really cool. And yeah. I really, 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 really want to
1: go. Yeah, it does sound cool. So
0: now my geekier then makes sense.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I just thought you'd lost your mind. Oh, I have. Oh, okay. I have.
0: Yeah. Uh, like what you hear? Then be sure to subscribe to us pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, including Stitcher, Spotify, or CastBox. Uh, really like what you hear? Then throw us some bread on Patreon at patreon.com slash thegeekawakenspodcast.
2: I'm off carbs.
0: <laughs> as long as you're not gluten free.
2: No. <laughs> uh,
0: any questions, comments, or concerns, then shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. It's not Scratch. I changed it
1: like you wanted. Right,
2: but now I just want bread and I can't have any. <laughs> You've made a mistake.
1: <laughs> you can't win, basically uh, what she's saying.
2: If you ever say moolah, I will walk out the door. <laughs> huh. <laughs> <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> Fun fact, um, as I was putting everything together last night, I was looking up um, old time slang for money. <laughs> <laughs> and moolah was one of the options? No. Oh, okay. I mean, it probably was, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, there's. don't worry about it. Oh, no. I got, I got more coming. So, <laughs> so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. The first thing I want to talk about it broke today, I think. Um, and
1: Kristen Stewart had some interesting things to say. I mean, we all love a good rager, so let's just uh, just just get with this here. Um, so there's no names from big studios essentially associated with this article. Um, but Kristen Stewart uh, said in an article, in an interview, that she, ha- she says, I have been fully told, if you just like, do yourself a favor and don't go out holding your girlfriend's hand in public, you might get a Marvel movie. I don't want to work with people like that, end quote. Now, Stewart doesn't necessarily identify as a particular label, um, saying that she's kind of different, a different person not every a different person every day. But she's totally on the nose. Like, you really want to work for people that are going to say something like that? Like, you have to fit inside this particular box in order to have a job, like, with... Like, to, to be a movie star in our company? Yeah. I need to know where this
0: came from. Same. Because it's like... I mean, in, in this believe me i realize that hypocrites exist but as inclusive as disney has purposely been trying to be for the last however many years mm. this doesn't sound like their it doesn't sound like them you know it, it could have been it could have came from somebody from you know marvel because we've talked before like even though marvel has you know the mcu has been trying to be more inclusive and more diverse so you know, the last half dozen years yeah mm-hmm. um they can still do better um uh, that said like so but i mean but it just—it just all sounds weird. So I, I'm almost wondering, like, is it coming from an agent or just some other, you know, like deity in Hollywood? Like, I don't know. It just it—it it all just sounds weird to me. That's the best way I can put it.
2: Right. I mean, pretty much anything that could have been said, it could have been also taken out of context. Which I grant it. It could have been her agent. It could have been an old agent of hers. It could have been someone who was loosely associated with Disney slash Marvel. It. Could have been a fellow actor who had gotten a part with yeah. them. Like, I agree with Mitch. We need more details. Either way, whoever said this is a jerk. And also, not to typically agree with Case stew on anything, but like, <laughs> I had to. I mean, come on. It's right there. Um, <laughs> like, she has every right to voice that. Like, why would you want to work with or in a community where who you are is keeping you from working in that community?
0: Right. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm ready to break out my pitchfork. I just, I'm just, I'm keeping it, like, put away for now because I don't know which like, direction. Like, I have
2: my pitchfork yeah. on. Like, I just haven't set it on fire yet. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's ready. It's ready to be flaming. It's just, I'm just, I'm not. <laughs> Could have worded that better. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: We're going to quickly move to the next topic. <laughs> I say quickly because we have a new director for the Flash movie that is probably never going to happen, because let's just be honest. Um, it's the DCEU. Yeah. So, IT director Andy Muschietti um, has confirmed that he will direct uh, the Flash movie. He's the, the latest in a long list of directors for this movie. He told Fandango simply, yep, when he asked if if it would be his next f- film after it chapter two Andy is kind of known for his horror movies uh but that's not necessarily what flash is going to be about it's not necessarily going to be a horror movie might have some horror elements to it uh but what what got him with this movie was just the uh the human drama that's in it uh he said quote the uh the human feelings and emotions that play in the drama of it it's going to be fun too so i just i think that like for me the Flash, even as somebody who's not a Flash fan, The Flash was one of the highlights of Justice League for me. And I've been wanting, you know, especially when they were talking about um, uh, Flashpoint being the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've been wanting that. I've been clamoring for that for a long time. So, like, I'll, on the one hand, like, yes, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. On the other hand, I'm like, but is it going to happen?
2: Right. And do I, I just, I've, even with the success of Wonder Woman, I've still kind of lost faith in, In DC movies. Like, it's like you're, you get secondhand embarrassment almost watching them try to compete (laughs) with Marvel. You do. Like, you see what they're trying to do, and it's just, it's, they're not even neck and neck. Like, it is. It's, it's a secondhand embarrassment situation. Like, you're watching the runner up try to smile next to the beauty queen, and it's not great.
1: Yeah. I mean, DC continues to, I, I mean, to continue the, you know, the, uh, metaphors they stumble out of the block every time when it comes to these things um what you know whether it's casting or whether it's plot or whether it's directors like you know like oh we're going to do this and they've got this big plan and then oh we're going to push this back and we're going to do this we're just and marvel just keeps like
2: mm-hmm.
1: like like pumping things out like one after the other and they got <laughs> sorry that's
2: <laughs> i'm
1: uncomfortable <laughs> i need an adult <laughs> They have things lined up. They have things ready to go, uh, you know, and and they continue to do these fantastic products. And DC just is like, uh, okay, we're going to do this, but maybe not, and we're going to do it a little bit differently. And I'm like, now, I'm going to say that if he's attached and they actually do go back and do the Flashpoint idea, like they had originally talked about, I could see some of those, some of his horror tendencies coming through. Because there are some moments in Flashpoint that could, when done well with a horror director, could be pretty creepy.
0: Yeah.
1: And unsettling. Which I think would be good. It would be a different feel. But then again, is it ever going to happen? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't ever seem like it. Right. Tabitha, let's
0: switch gears a little bit and talk about the bloggists.
2: So... Jenny Lawson, a.k.a. the bloggist, um, has officially 1,000% become my new hero. Um, she's crazy famous on Twitter. She's got this amazing blog. She's written a couple books, um, including Let's Pretend This Never Happened, which is just laugh out loud funny. Um, <clears throat> she's really open on all these platforms about like her mental health and just being super relatable about everything. And she is actually opening in San Antonio, My Dream in Life, a bookstore slash bar called Nowhere. Nowhere bar,
3: I believe. Mm, nowhere nowhere bookstore.
2: Nowhere bookstore. Bookshop. Which now this is the only reason I would ever willingly go back to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so far the location is undisclosed, but she has posted on various social media sites that it's going to be a work in progress because the building that they're using does need some work. I'm living for this. Like, she has just literally made all my dreams come true. Like, if I could do this here, this would be my career for the rest of my existence. This is amazing, and I'm so proud of her. I actually got to meet her, and she's just, she's super chill, and she's super laid back, and, like, we need more people like her in the world doing things like this in the book community.
0: Um, yeah, this is this is a fantastic idea. This was actually a fun story. Uh, an old friend of mine and I, we planned on, like, it was kind of like a, you know, a, um, um, what's the, what's the word, uh, where it's like, um, like we're like, oh, it's a dream, but it's not a really ever going to happen. Pipe dream? Pipe dream. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm leaving that in so you people can realize how dumb I am sometimes. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I don't need to leave that in for you to.
2: Wow. That was mean. <laughs> that was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> but this, I mean, <laughs> it was definitely a pipe dream of ours, but like. We were going to do that here, like Mm -hmm. open up a Mm – it was actually going to be called Books and Brews. Oh,
2: I love it. I know, right? Except that exists now. I
0: know it it does. And when I found out that it existed with that name, I was like, I was really bummed. (laughs) Um, I I definitely don't have it anymore. But like we were even like we were um, sitting at Floyd's one night and we were coming up with everything. And like we were like writing out like a contract Mm -hmm. or a business plan (laughs) or whatever on a bar napkin. Like, that's how serious we were. I mean,
1: that's how the best ideas get started, right? <laughs> exactly.
2: True. Yeah, like, if this is, if this existed in Springfield, like, do you know how many times I finished a book at 2 o'clock in the morning? Like, half a bottle of wine in, like, weeping my eyes out and gone, oh my god, if I only had the next book. And of course, I don't want to buy it on Kindle or whatever because <laughs> I'm lazy. I just want to go to the bookstore and get the real copy. Like, if I could do that at 2 a.m., like, Uber myself drunk to a bookstore, it would be yeah. over. Someone would have to take my debit card away from me, though. No? <laughs> As
0: as you guys will hear we'll talk about later, but but you'd still you'd have your palm. Oh yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. But uh That would
2: also be dangerous. I would be that'd so be even, broke.
1: Even more dangerous.
2: <laughs> so dangerous. How'd you go, bro? Booze. Books. I've the, made a lot of mistakes.
0: <laughs> the huge huge. But yeah, but like we had we had a huge like a, a great plan. Like it was gonna be kind of separate a little bit. Um like the bar. You, you like it would have like used books that would have you know it would have used books or whatever mm. and you could read those or if you had bought like a book from the new book portion of the the store mm. then you could bring that in there but like we would have new books separated like cuz
2: you know you keep them nice. well
0: you yeah. don't want to
1: spill your beer on your books exactly
2: yeah mm, been there done that
0: <laughs> but yeah but no <laughs> I mean <wasn't. laughs> but this is really like it's so cool and it does kind of make me want to not go to Texas specifically for that, but if I'm going to Texas for any other reason, hey, let's do this as well.
2: Yeah, she's officially become what I want to be when I grow up, so <laughs> high-five Ginny Lawson.
0: <laughs> so, so we've got a few things to to talk about uh, from Lion Forge, Vault, and Oni Press. Uh, first thing, a couple of quick press releases that we got. Um, so Fantoons is um, publishing, it's called uh, Tio Simone ABC, and it's a... A uh, children's book of Spanish and English words um, with a Venezuelan twist, because it features uh, Tio Simon, who was a um, e- big part of the country's uh, legacy in terms of like culture and stuff. Uh, he's kind of like unofficially Venezuela's Mister Rogers. Okay, all right. So the cool things, the cool thing about this, it's going to it, like I said, it'll teach you words of every letter in both English and Spanish. Also. Um, FanToons will donate one dollar for every book that's sold to the Venezuelan children's charities. Awesome! So this will be released uh, October fifteenth, and it's going to cost twelve ninety nine. But yeah, it's really cool. cool. Better than learning English and Spanish from Dora. But uh...
2: <laughs> <laughs> is literally nothing is worse than that. So, <laughs>
0: um, so from Vault. Uh, I know we've I think we've talked about Wasted Space a couple of times. They are releasing that as an audiobook from Graphic Audio.
2: Sweet. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So yeah, they they've partnered with Graphic Audio to um, and it's the, the wait, jeez, oh, Wasted Space <laughs> it's adapted directly from the graphic novel. Uh, it's produced with a whole cast of characters, sound effects, cinematic music, all that kind of stuff. Oh wow. Um, awesome. It's really it's interesting because I don't I don't remember if I had this conversation with one of you guys like either on you know like recorded or not um, or if it was somebody else but recently I had this conversation about a graphic novel as an audiobook and I you know, thought it was kind of weird because like that's you're taking away part like half of what it is exactly yeah um, but at the same time it's like stuff like that it's cool like yeah. I'm I'm interested
2: in this can you imagine what that's like though for someone who is visually impaired. Like, this is, like, listening to an audiobook as a movie. Yeah. Like, you're getting, like, if I could have audiobooks read with, like, I mean, you get, like, a full cast recording every once in a while. But, like, if you could get, like, that cinematic music and, like, the descriptions and, like, more action and things like that, like, that would be just incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be released uh, September 30th, so pretty pretty darn soon. Awesome. Awesome. Speaking of Vault, we had a chance to read Relics of Youth. Uh, It's going to come out September 25th. Uh, And I know we talked about this before. And it basically centers around um, these six teenagers who all end up with these weird tattoos on them and they can't explain it. And they end up um, going to an island to try to figure out what is going on. I really liked this book. I don't want to talk too much about it, you know, give too much away because, like I said, it's not you know it doesn't come out for 20 more days um but it kind of like i I really liked the like the introductions of each character Mm -hmm. you know it didn't just you know drop you just right in the middle um and it was a really you know it's it's an interesting story left you on a huge cliffhanger like i seriously i was i was scrolling i was like because usually with (laughs) these with these previews like a lot of times we'll get, like, the back cover mm-hmm. and all that and stuff. Yeah. Like, we didn't get that with this one. Nope. And so I'm like, it, but it, it, is it, is it, it, no, it's done? It's done. No! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, but, like, and I feel like with just this first issue, like, uh, characters are not fully developed, but they're developed mm-hmm. well enough for a first issue. Um, And, you know, it makes me, I, I'm not going to say all the characters, because there are, like, one or two where I'm just kind of like, I don't really have an opinion on you yet, but like I feel for a lot of these characters already. Like I just, I really
1: genuinely enjoy this book. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was enough. There was, there was enough of the sense of kind of being dropped off in not necessarily the middle of what's going on, but not right at the beginning. Um, But at the same time, enough world building, enough backstory, uh, enough introduction to keep me, Pulled along and interested, but not be weighed down. Um, and, yeah, this is definitely one of those that I got to the end and I'm like, uh, what? No, I, I have to know more. Like, I have to know what else is going to happen here.
2: Yeah, you guys know I normally struggle with the single-issue comics that we get because I, I do feel like I'm dropped off in the middle and I am a completist at heart. But I really liked this, like... It kind of reminded me of, like, a mix of The Runaways, Lost, and Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. which is, like, all yes. things that I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, like, I didn't watch Lost, but, like, the concept of Lost always intrigued me.
0: Like, yeah, and I'm, and I'm sorry to cut you off oh, there, but mind. yeah, I, that, that was one thing that reminded me, like, right about the middle, that's why I'm like, this is getting some, like, some Lost vibes yeah. to it, like, I, oh, yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, like, I really liked that, and I, like... I'm I'm a sucker for, like, a deserted island kind of story, but, like, with, like, the almost magic elements that we're getting in here that we don't know about, like, there's a really good diverse cast. Like, like you both said, like, we have enough, just enough background on each of the characters to make you care. I want the next one. Like, and I normally, like I said, I normally struggle with these single issue things that we get from these different press companies. But this is really good, and I really want to know what happens. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh moving on, uh this was actually just released yesterday, um, from Lionforge Witchy. <clears throat> and this centers on and I'm I I was struggling the entire time. Is is the character pronounced uh Naniv?
1: Naev. That's awkward. Wasn't
2: I mean it- I, I know someone with that name and that's known. how she pronounces it.
1: Isn't it N Y N Yeah,
2: but it's Naev. Like that second N goes away.
1: Huh. Like that's oh, I, I, I know
2: someone who <laughs> spells her name like that and that's how she
1: I kept trying to say that extra n every time. Naive, I Naive, yeah, exactly. Naive, yeah. I like I couldn't. Naive,
2: yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so. I mean maybe she's been mispronouncing her name her whole life. I'll ask her.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, but it centers around uh, Naive, who um, basically like with this culture not culture but whatever. Um, you're like your ability to do magic is based on how long your hair is mm-hmm. <laughs> and naive's hair is super long, but she wants really nothing to do with it. Yeah. I really liked the story, um, for this. Uh, I did have a couple of issues with the art. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was particularly, um, there was like one scene where, um, one of our friends, uh, but like, I felt like from one panel to the other, he lost like 20 pounds. <laughs>
2: He went on. He also cut out carbs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but but minor you know minor art issues aside. I I think it's a fun story. Um, it definitely it's it's kind of like one of those like I am you know like I am more than what mm-hmm. some of my parts exactly yeah. So
2: I loved this magic system. Like this was incredible. Like if this had been like in like a book format, like I would have binge read this whole thing um i also like i loved that they used alternate pronouns for people like they you know they there they them they you know they had a trans character like it's just it's a very diverse cast I agree with you on the art. There was like a fight scene that happened that I like had to go back like three times. And I was like, I don't even know who won. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who won? Is this a good guy or the bad guy? Like, I want to know where this goes because I am kind of attached to a couple of these characters. But overall, I would have rather this been like a physical book for me to sit down and read because this magic system
1: mm-hmm. is
2: incredible and could be built on like nobody's business.
1: Yeah, and there's definitely backstory and world building that is has been created, but we have not yet been introduced to. And you could just tell that from the very beginning and the initial story and kind of the setup to introducing Naev to us. Um, but yeah, I kind of have to echo everybody else's sentiments that like the art style, the art style was fine with me. My biggest issue, honestly, was that the characters from the side were okay. It's when you got those. Front-on face views that things didn't see like seemed kind of Picasso-esque, like they didn't like Maybe that's just how their right.
2: face looks. Why you got to be so judgy?
1: <laughs> Sorry, maybe it's just my face <laughs> and the way I was reading it.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: From Oni Press, uh, this is coming out September 11th. It's uh, it's called Wait What, and it's um it's basically it's uh it's a book for younger readers who are just Either going through puberty or about to go through puberty, um, to just kind of like in in something that's more relatable than just a standard textbook. To just kind of like be like, "Hey, here's here's what you're in for, bud." Um.
2: <laughs> Is that what your uh, health book said in junior high? <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay.
3: <laughs> Here goes nothing. Oh, man. <laughs> Literally. Oh,
1: <laughs> so.
3: Uh, <laughs> So, Tabitha, I know
0: um, you got to take a look at this, too. What what did you think?
2: Um, You know, I think this is super informative, and I agree with you. This is something that I think all preteens, teens, teens, kids going through puberty, whatever age they do that these days, um, would benefit (laughs) from. It keeps going down. Like, that's not my fault. Um, This is something I think belongs in every junior high, high school library across the country. Like, it doesn't only cover puberty, but it covers, you know diversity and like different people and the way different people go through different things and that not everyone is the same. Like it's told in a very informative and yet super accessible way where it's not stale. It's not super graphic, but at the same time, it doesn't shy away from like explaining things that need to be explained to kids of this age. Like you can't sugarcoat everything and expect them not to figure it out on their own.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Like I, I thought, yeah, it was very, very informative. Um, but also, Pretty casual, yeah. you know, because it does it does have a cast of characters, you know, like they're what five mm-hmm. high school students or whatever. But yeah, but uh, I also really liked how you know, and kind of going more towards the textbook aspect mm-hmm. of it, you know, it did have like some exercises and like you know some other things. There was I really appreciated how you know it has like a, a glossary mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I don't necessarily need this now.
2: Um, <laughs> You mean you're done with puberty? Yeah,
0: I hope so. <laughs> I'm in my mid-thirties. Thanks, guys.
2: <laughs> it went over that. It went over the voice acting. Like it's just it's it's a textbook told in a, like a story format, but also like a graphic novel. And like I can't think of a better medium for them to have used. I yeah, really can't.
0: Definitely. So, um, the last one that we're going to talk about also comes out September 11th. Um, I know, well, I'm, we're, we were all really excited about this, but I think no one is as excited about, Ta- uh, as Tabitha about, uh, of Yahya book three. Um, Tabitha, what were your thoughts?
2: My notes literally say, give me more Yaya and give it to me now. <laughs> this continues to be one of my absolute favorite things that we've ever gotten from anyone ever. And if we don't get the fourth volume, I will cry myself to sleep if you're listening out there please send us number four um (laughs) this just has progressively gotten better and better and better like the art style has continued to be just super engaging and super fun and at the same story same time you're telling this like heart-wrenching story but you're you're laughing with these characters and you're you're worried about them and you're concerned about everybody like and every time they introduce somebody new, you're trying to figure out if they're a good guy or a bad guy. And by the time you figure that out, you're either you hate them or you're in love with them. And you're also now concerned about them. And you feel like a little mama bird. Like <laughs> I love these kids. Like if they existed in real life, like I would adopt them.
1: <laughs> uh, Matt, what were your thoughts? I, again, I just echoing what, what Tabitha said. Yeah. This is just probably one of the best things that we have ever gotten to preview. Um, and, Uh, already, we've said this every time we get through part one, part two, part three, like, I need the next one. Like, I need to know what happens. And when I started this one, I was like, oh, this is going to be a little bit more low key. You know, things were just kind of coasting along. We're getting some story here. Not as much action. And then again, not to spoil anything, but all of a sudden you get like three quarters of the way through and you're like thrown to the wolves. Mm -hmm. Like what? No, you can't. No, you can't drop me off here. Like that's, now I have to have part four, like to know where this, like where it continues.
2: These artists and this, these authors, like I have never read, seen, heard a better cliffhanger in my whole life. Oh. Yeah, like I'm yeah. on like book ninety four of the year, and I haven't had a better cliffhanger other than <laughs> Ya-Ya. Yaya.
0: Yeah, book three. <laughs> Everyone
2: in the literary world, pay attention.
0: Yeah, that's that's one thing that this series has consistently done fantastic is is the cliffhanger oh yeah it it leaves you begging for more i i do like yeah i mean you know i really can't say much more than what you guys have said already i mean this this series is just it's fantastic i love how yaya like it really like she is just in this awful situation but she's just like i'm i'm getting back with my family right she is Fight me.
2: determined and i love it she's yeah. like bombs going off that's okay i'll walk through there hold on like she is <laughs> not afraid no. she's not cowering down like and the whole cast of characters that surrounds her is just so uplifting and so wonderful i just love this so much yeah
0: i will say though like when because you read this before i did uh-huh. um and you were i i saw you post something on snapchat and you sent something in our in our group and like When I was reading it, like, I was keeping that at the back of my mind and I was preparing for the worst. I was like, I was like, oh man, something awful is gonna happen. And there were a couple parts where I was like, I was thinking that something, like, I I had an (laughs) idea. Yeah, and, like, and that didn't happen, but still, I was, like, I I was worried there for a minute.
2: Yeah, like, I, like, when I first started this, I was in public, and I was like, all right, guys, you're ready to cry in public, let's go. And then, like, I got to the end, and I didn't cry, but then, like, I got to the end, and it was just this giant cliffhanger, which they always are, so I don't know why I was surprised, but I'm like, come on!
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and get into gut reaction action. <laughs> <laughs> and and pick is here now Pickett, how's it going hey guys i'm great <laughs> not not as great as the coffee that just spilled on my table thanks to tabitha it
3: Did was just most of it's on. on
2: my shirt that's fair so... that's a i haven't said se-
0: wait was she using a coaster no <laughs> i mean it, yeah i it's Okay, Pickett, I I know that, like, you haven't been in here with, like, the setup and everything that I have, but there are no room for coasters on this table anymore. (laughs) No.
2: (laughs) There's barely room for my cup. Right. Which is why I spilled it all over my shirt.
0: Which, by the way, I don't football, but that's a nice shirt.
2: Oh, thanks. Isn't it great?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're going to start things off tonight with Pickett and how the TSA finally realized that Coke bottles weren't dangerous?
3: Well, you know, uh, I guess there was some controversy I don't know if it was the sugar content for kids i don't know but uh, no, know they, they had banned them because uh they they looked like bombs and they don't allow any toys or anything that, that resemble weapons uh so it was just kind of a, an overall statement but they did say uh recently in the last uh, day or so that you know what it's fine bring your coke bottles home just they have to go uh, with the your uh, your bags and you have to go to your check baggage uh, uh, as opposed to uh not I can't even word today. <laughs> so yeah, you can bring them home. Bring them on home. I mean, these are the round ones, right?
1: Right. Okay. So what do you uh, what do you say to that, Pickett?
3: Oh, I say thumbs up and thumbs down for there even being a question in the first place. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess I, I guess I you you've kind of changed my mind on this though, Pickett.
0: Like at first I was about to give it a thumbs up, and I'm going to give it a thumb sideways because. It makes you know. It makes sense on the TSA's part to include this with other things that look like weapons. Um, so if it's you know if it's a blanket ban, then why are you now saying that? Oh well, this other thing is okay just because it's a beverage that happens to looks like look like a weapon. I mean, a, a, a water gun can can do the same thing. Yeah, Tabitha. Right.
2: I'm also going thumb sideways just because it's my luck that I would be the one person that they would be like, ma'am, there's a bomb in your luggage. And then that's how I end up in Guantanamo Bay. So thumb sideways.
1: Matt, um, I think I'm also going to go th- thumb sideways on this. It just seems, uh, I don't know, yes, no, back and forth. Y- either you do or you don't. Uh, so thumb sideways. Uh, Tabitha, let's talk about Tony Morrison
0: Day.
2: So Ohio State Democratic Representatives Joe Miller and Stephanie Howes introduced a bill to honor Toni Morrison, who died in early August. Um, They want her birthday, which is February 18th, to be designated as Toni Morrison Day. Um, Toni was born and raised in Ohio. And the quote I found from one of these representatives um, on the bill says... We feel that designating a day in Morrison's honor will encourage a new generation of writers to tell their stories, stories which celebrate the beautiful diversity of humanity. I think this is wonderful. We have days for much dumber things. And if the state of Ohio wants to do this huge thumbs up to them,
1: Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Thumbs up. I mean, she is definitely an author, um, and a voice that needs to be recognized. Um, and if this is something that they can do to increase that recognition, um, for her writing and for her voice. Absolutely. Thumbs up. Pick it.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, I, everything Matt just said. I mean, there, it seems like there's no reason not to do this in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I mean, total thumbs up. I, you know, I I thought about trying to be dumb and make a joke about like taxpayer money or, you know, whatever, (laughs) but it's like, eh, whatever. No, this is a really good cause. So definitely (laughs) thumbs up. Um, Matt, let's talk about um, who's joining the suicide squad.
1: Uh, yet again, we have more information about casting for James Gunn's Suicide Squad, which makes it seem more and more like we're going to have to like actually pay attention or care about this movie. Um, the rumor now is that Peter Capaldi will be joining the cast. The, the rumor, the additional rumor that kind of came along with this, not that I care as much or at all really, um, is that SNL's Pete Davidson is also possibly going to have a cameo. The table reading is rumored to be scheduled for September 11th and then production to begin 12 days later. So we're getting real close to that timeline where casting is going to be nailed down. Capaldi, despite the fact that he was not my favorite doctor, grew on me as the seasons went along. I think he's a fantastic actor. And I just have to go thumb sideways just for the fact that I don't want to care about this movie. But now we've got, what, Nathan Fillion and Peter Capaldi and James Gunn. And don't forget about uh, Idris Elba. Oh, you're
3: killing me here. All right. Thumbs sideways. Pick it. No, I'm thumbs up. I mean, <laughs> anything, anything, any doctor, anything like David Tennant was ever in, I always had to watch. Uh, and uh, uh, the same will go for this Peter Capaldi, uh, plus all the other amazing names. they have got it. I'm, I'm almost excited about it. <laughs> <So thumbs up. laughs> almost.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to echo that. I'm I'm pretty darn close to being excited myself. Um But you got me thinking, too, like, what if they end up casting David Tennant in the Suicide Squad? Oh, my God. (laughs) That that was done mostly for Tabitha's benefit. But, yeah, but, like, yeah, it's... I shouldn't be that surprised because, you know, James Gunn did so well with Guardians of the Galaxy, among other things. But, like, uh, but, yeah, it it almost feels like they're pulling out all the stops on this one. So, yeah, go ahead and give this a thumbs up. Uh, Tabitha.
2: So they had me with Idris Elba. They had me with Nathan Fillion. I don't really care about Capaldi. You lost me at Pete Davidson. I can't sit in a movie theater and not vomit everywhere if I have to look at him that tall. It's just a cameo. It's a cameo. I don't care. That's too much.
0: So Pete Davidson is greater than Idris Elba and Nathan Fillion.
2: Combined, yes. I can't. I can't wow. handle
0: it. So he's like the final I,
1: boss?
2: He's my kryptonite for <laughs> I mean, anything. I, like mean, I, I, w- I see him start talking or like anything. Where he, I can't. Like He has the most punchable face I've ever seen in my life. It's awful. I <laughs> was just
1: going to ask where he ranked on the punchable face scale. Because I feel like we need an all-time list now. Yeah, right. I can get deflu- you
2: guys one. It doesn't fluctuate. Pete Davidson is always at the top. Are you sure? I thought there Have you seen else. his face?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody <laughs> else was at the top originally. No. No? No. <laughs> So then- thumbs
2: sideways because I can't give anything with Nathan Fillion and it is thumbs down. <laughs> it goes against my nature.
0: That's fair. <laughs> so thank you. Next. Um-
2: <laughs> You're fired. <laughs>
0: so um, reviews for uh, Joker are in, and people are, like critics, are all saying mm-hmm. that it's, it's phenomenal. You know, just a couple of things like um, people have said that. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix gives a, uh, unsettling and weirdly affecting performance. Uh, somebody from Forbes said it's, like, the best movie of 2019. I just, I'm giving this movie a thumb sideways. It's, it's, it's really weird for me, and I think we've talked about it a couple times on the show. Like, it looks good. I am excited to see this movie. He does not feel like the Joker to me at all. And some of the stylistic changes that they've made, like, to his, origin you know mm. that, that they've already said that we won't see or yep. that we will see it's like okay but like at, at, and this is coming from somebody who like I don't care about continuity I don't want to say errors but like changes from one medium to another but this like I feel like they're going too far and at this point it's just like it's another dude in a clown suit I'm mm. definitely going to see it I just I don't know they're, they're going to have to do something in that movie to nail down the fact that this is Joker Tabitha
2: I mean, growing up being like the biggest Batman fan, like I had my favorite villains and Joker was never one of them. Um just it wasn't my he it's not my he's not my Batman villain. He never has been. I think they had to do this though, because can you imagine a universe where they brought the Joker in and tried to make it like Heath Ledger's Joker with anybody else? It could be the greatest actor in the entire world, which is unfortunately for Walking Phoenix not Walking Phoenix, and it would have <laughs> flopped because then you're you're going up against The Joker for, like, a lot of people. This trailer, everything we've seen about this is completely unsettling. Like, even if it's not true to the story or true to the format, this is going to be a good movie, because it's an unsettling and creepy trailer. Like, I've never had issues with the Joker, like, making me uncomfortable until now. So, thumb
1: sideways. Matt, I, too, am going thumb sideways, because I'm kind of with Mitch, and I'm kind of with Tabitha on this, because... I'm not necessarily one that says you have to stick to continuity, but at the same time, I saw something talking from the director talking about how they were trying to make the Joker's origins more realistic instead of a vat of acid. It's a comic book. He's a supervillain. He fights a guy in a bat suit. Like
2: that's what- not realistic for you.
1: <laughs> Is that realistic for you? I, not realistic for me. I mean, that sounds like a Saturday to me. Right? Like, what's <laughs> wrong with my bat suit? <laughs> That was kind of the point was that it was so inflated as far as origins go. Um, I I didn't feel like this needed to be done. But yeah, I mean, this, the trailers seem tense, unsettling, uneasy. I, I just, in general, I just feel like I have to go thumb sideways because I just, as good as this looks like it's going to be, like you said, Mitch, I feel like there's going to be There's going to have to be something in this film that solidifies that this is Joker Mm -hmm. for me. Otherwise at this point, it just feels
3: like it's not
1: actually Joker.
3: Yeah. Uh, Pick it. Yeah. uh, This is a hard, like hard to get to sideways, thumb thumb sideways. (laughs) I don't even want to give it that, but I can't go full thumbs down. But my issue is, is basically that, uh, I don't see the Joker in this movie. Uh, And and I'm going to slightly disagree with Tabitha a little bit. I think like if there's one person that could ever bring the Joker to life, it would be like Mark Hamill. Um, You know, that would be the only like acceptable person I could see. Yeah. Personally. Uh, That being said, um, I do think this movie looks interesting, um, but I'm kind of with everybody else. It's isn't a Joker movie to me. This is just like a, uh, a guy is driven mad and wears clown stuff.
0: <laughs> <To some point. laughs> so, um uh, pick We're going to go to you and, uh, talk about what Amazon's doing.
3: Yeah. So, uh, at their New York office, uh, they have installed uh, brand new vending machines with biometric scanning, uh, to pay for it to use as payment. Uh, but what it uses is like your whole palm, the palm of your hand. Um, and, uh, it, they're just testing it out there, but they're wanting to kind of make it a thing. So I- I'm going to say thumbs up. It's cool. I like technology. So uh, yeah, heck yes.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah hard, hard pass for me. I don't use a thumbprint scanner on my phone for anything. Um, the, the idea of Amazon having my whole hand like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Tabitha.
2: I mean, I'm okay with it. I use my thumbprint for everything and if we could like get to the point where we're scanning our hands to pay for things, my life would be complete yes. because I'm lazy. <laughs> but also like if I commit a crime, I'm not dumb enough to leave my handprint anywhere. So I'm not Truth. really that worried about it. So thumbs up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matt. Um I'm also going to thumbs go thumbs up because one I've been on file with the FBI since my first job out of college because I worked for a national international bank. So There's that. Um, And yeah, if I commit a crime, I'm not leaving my fingerprints behind. Um, And two, I'm not necessarily lazy to the point where I don't want to have to get my wallet out to pay for things. But how many times have you been to a vending machine and tried to count out the change or the dollars in your pocket and going, oh, damn it, I'm short. I got my handprint. I can get what I want, which is not necessarily a good thing on the snack front, but it's a good thing Uh. on my stomach's front. (laughs) <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, um, Matt, let's, uh, let's talk about Netflix. Uh, so Netflix is maybe kind of going to try something new here. Um, after revolutionizing the idea of binge-watching, they are looking towards experimenting by rolling some, some shows out weekly instead of all at once. According to an article um, on Complex... Uh, They are going to be starting with the Great British Baking Show and then followed by Rhythm and Flow. Uh, And right now it's just those two shows, but they, depending on how the reception is, they may continue this in the future. Um, It's a format that Hulu already has for a number of their shows. um, And it also seems to be a reaction to Disney Plus's announcement that their shows are going to roll out weekly instead of all at once. Yeah, part of me wants to say thumbs down because I love the idea of being able to binge watch a show the moment it comes out, but um, I'm I'm gonna go thumbs up because in all reality I don't have the time to binge watch a show all in one weekend. Um, So if you release it one episode per week, I'm more likely to be able to stay uh, current with it. So pick it.
3: I am a hardcore thumbs up. I feel like if you once you're binge watching a show and then you're waiting over a year sometimes for the next season, you lose the entire season. Uh, whereas, oh, it was just a couple months ago, now it's back. I remember what happened. No big deal. So thumbs up.
0: I'm gonna have to give this a thumb sideways. Uh, on the one hand, it's uh, it's kind of weird because it's like I, you know, Netflix did revolutionize this, you know, and you know they. I'm not gonna say they're the only streaming service to release the entire season, but that is kind of their niche. Um, And it's weird that they're moving away from their niche. At the same time, as somebody who is very bad about binge-watching TV, uh, now I don't necessarily have to worry about uh, Stranger (laughs) Things or whatever getting spoiled for me because I didn't watch it that weekend. That's That's true. true.
2: For the first time in maybe history, so someone should probably jot this down, I agree wholeheartedly 100% with Mitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This Um. is audio this will be around forever at seven fifty-eight p.m recording time
2: thursday september 5th the year of our lord 2019
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't worry folks it'll never happen again
2: put this on yeah, this is like a
3: this is like a true haley's comment moment
2: the last first last time you'll ever see this in your
3: lifetime and we guys we lived it live i know <laughs> we did like, I'm glad
0: I was here yes. for this <laughs> I feel honored
3: You know you know, one day uh, people will talk about where they were The night that Tabitha agreed with me And we're going to be like we were there. <laughs> yeah, well.
2: well we have old stories To tell in the old folks home then
1: <laughs> so, God can you imagine us in the old folks home We're going to be so obnoxious What <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean that's how where we are somebody?
1: now Somebody
3: just randomly like, no. <laughs> Nobody said anything. <laughs> I, I don't care.
2: <laughs>
0: so, so, Tabitha, let's uh, go to Earthsea.
2: So, Ursula K. Le Guin, um, her fantasy world of Earthsea is actually on its way to the small screen. Um, Jennifer Fox is going to be producing the show. Earthsea is a collection of islands in, a, in mythical uncharted waters and it's a book series that takes place over six books, starting with A Wizard of Earthsea. Um, it's one of the more noticeable old school fantasy series since most of the characters are people of color. There was previously a sci-fi channel series in 2004 and a Studio Ghibli movie was inspired by the books in 06. Um, so far we have no info on what studio has picked it up or what network. Or any casting news or anything like that, but I'm intrigued. Um, I've never read the series, but now I'm wanting to add it to my ever-growing list of books I want to read before the show or slash movie comes out. I am giving this a thumbs up. I think we need more diverse sci-fi movies, books, television shows, other than just white dudes in space. So thumbs up.
1: <laughs> Matt. Um, I'm also going thumbs up. Um, as I have never read any of the books, but I have watched the sci-fi series. I did really enjoy it, um, and I do have to agree that something like this, um, especially with today's technology, um, in a fantasy world like this with all the different um, types of characters that are included, uh, I think this is going to be a good thing. Uh, so as long as it's done well, uh, regardless of you know who picks it up, whether it's Amazon, Netflix, I feel like any of those streaming services, it would probably do this. am going to put enough money behind it where it'll be... Produced and done well, so thumbs up.
3: Pick it. Uh, yeah, also thumbs up. I'm, as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of new content, and, and I'm, I'm cool if it comes from a book to like a movie or screen format in some 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 way. Uh, uh, so I, I'm super for this. I, I think it looks really interesting, and uh, and I, I agree that you know it's definitely a would be a cool direction for like a sci-fi situation uh, or a cool direction for the sci-fi movie and TV show era.
0: I'm gonna give this a thumb sideways only because uh, I need to know what format it's gonna be in. I feel like with what you describe, because I, I have no knowledge of Earthsea, you know, mm-hmm. before now, uh, with what you described, I don't think that it would be suited well as a movie. I think this is something that like. You're going to need a lot more world building than just a couple hours. You know, right. even if you have sequels, you know, you'll still need a lot more world world building. So if it's a television show where you have that opportunity, I'm all in. Uh, but if it's a movie, like I would still definitely check it out, but like a little more cautious. All right. So Lego fan Sam Battle constructed a 95 piece orchestra of Star Wars droids uh, from Lego pieces, and then he programmed them to play the uh, the Star Wars theme. Across forty-two instruments. Wow. Yeah, uh, I believe there is video of this on YouTube, and it this sounds amazing. Uh, thumbs up. Like, how amazing are you for like not only thinking of doing something like this, but actually doing it, Tabitha?
2: Yeah, that's incredible. I haven't watched the video or anything, but that's a feat in of itself. Considering I can't put a basic Lego together,
1: so <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Uh, thumbs up. Stuff like this is absolutely incredible. I, I, I don't understand where people get the time or the inclination to do things like this, but thumbs up for something this this cool of an idea. Pickett.
3: I love Star Wars. I love music. <laughs> I love Legos. and I love creating things. You could not get a bigger thumbs up from me. <laughs> Pickett, let's talk about TikTok. Yes, let's talk. So, TikTok those of you who don't know it's a it's kind of a video sharing site where you can share short videos and clips and uh like mix up videos and stuff and a lot of people out there are pretty famous if you will uh so tiktok has allowed people to like purchase personal phone time with those people um the problem is uh it, it, it's not cheap uh as one mother found out after her daughter spent over four thousand dollars in one month whoa oh um, okay <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mom, the mom said, yeah, she wiped out all of my money uh, um, and then some uh, with a single, a single like instance being a hundred dollars. Uh, and then in addition to that, uh, she messaged this person from like her daughter's phone and the guy didn't even care. He's like, yeah, whatever. Hardcore <laughs> thumbs down for stupid TikTok people and this. <laughs> Any of this. Yeah. Yeah, thumbs down all around. Thumbs down
0: to the I hate saying this, but to the TikTok influencer who, <laughs>
2: <laughs> who You just grew like God. an extra basic girl like <laughs> little thing growing out of your head now. It's like it's like a little cute little flag. <laughs> but,
0: um, <laughs> but thumbs down to this person for taking this girl's money. Thumbs down to the girl. Like, you're 11 years old. I know you don't have a great concept of money, but you knew what you were doing. Thumbs down to the mom for not having more control over that. <laughs> I, and also for saying that it was a scam. No, it's not a scam. Your da- daughter's just dumb. Thumbs down to TikTok because <laughs> no. I still don't know what oh, it is. God. Just no no none of it tabitha
2: yeah what mitch said <laughs> everyone in this situation is an idiot like part one you're a tiktok influencer i'm gonna need him to do something better with his existence i don't care what it is something um why does your 11 year old have access to a phone that is also linked to your debit credit account why are you dumb The like the mom is at fault like i mean the little girl yeah like you're 11 you get it but like at the same time a dumb 11 year old i would have done the same thing i'd have been like oh sure like i thought my mom would write checks and i just thought it was like magic money and i was probably 11 when right. i thought that <laughs> so the mom is at fault and tiktok is at fault for existing so thumbs down
1: matt just all around thumbs down
3: i don't even know what to add to this uh i have to say that uh that was the second time that tabitha has agreed with mitch this evening
2: i know something weird's happening.
3: Are you, What are you guys drinking over there? Check the phase of the um, I'm
2: drinking
0: pumpkin
3: spice coffee, black.
2: Pumpkin. Tabitha, spice. Have
3: you had pumpkin spice today?
2: I have. It's currently sitting okay. in front of my person.
3: Look, guys, we have an epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin spice, spice. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus. laughs>
0: pumpkin spice brings people together.
2: Aww.
0: Aww. We're having a whole, like,
2: family moment here, kids.
0: um, (laughs) The weirdest gut
1: reaction ever. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, let's uh, talk Harry Potter. Uh, Okay. So, obviously, Harry Potter has been divisive in parenting and school circles for years based on content. Uh, But recently, a Catholic school in Tennessee has pulled Harry Potter from its library shelves after a pastor declared that the series contains real spells and, quote, risk conjuring evil spirits. Uh, Reverend Dan Dehill at St. Edward's School in Nashville, yep, his name is all over the internet, so I know exactly who he is, uh, sent an email to parents, quote, These books present magic as both good and evil, which is not true, but in fact a clever deception, end quote. Uh, He goes on to say that the curses and spells are real, that they can summon evil spirits, um, that he has consulted exorcists in both the United States and Rome about this matter. Um, And the Catholic Church has chimed in. As a whole, they aren't going to do anything about it because they don't have an official position on the series. And they basically allow school leaders to decide for themselves. So at this point, the books will come off of the shelves At that Tennessee Catholic school because of this pastor and his confusion. The one thing I have to add to this is when I found this story, I was sitting around with my family and I read it out loud. And my seven-year-old, who has read the first three and a half, four books of a Harry Potter series, was livid. He his eyes lit up, his mouth dropped, and he goes, It's all fake. There aren't even real wands! You can't cast spells! My seven year old gets it. Thumbs down to pulling these books off of shelves.
3: Bigot. Oh, sweet lord. (laughs) (laughs) Even. Even, even, uh. Friggin'. Like, the Vatican's like, now we're out. out."
1: (laughs) The Vatican tapped out.
3: Yeah. The Vatican. They're like, now, listen. We don't care, but we're not gonna they don't even they didn't want to embarrass themselves it's stupid anyways
0: thumbs down um also giving this a thumbs down now like on the one hand okay fine whatever you want to this isn't the first time that harry potter's been banned whatever mm. at the same time bro where have you been harry potter's been around for a hot minute at this point and you're just now realizing that it's about magic whatever
3: tab <laughs>
2: okay <laughs> so first get your of all soap, get your pick, i'm already on my soapbox i carry it around with me so first of all what pickett said <laughs> could not be more now. accurate about anything the catholic church is always like whatever man we don't care do what you want unless it's like something that actually doesn't matter which this doesn't matter but okay. <laughs> they're really just mad because harry potter is very church of england and they're not that's what really <laughs> <it's helped> <laughs> said like where have you been like i had to get a permission slip from my mom when i was 11 to check the book out of the library in my small hometown because they thought it was like the devil's work and i went to a public school like why do you care suddenly now like did he just now read harry potter and was like oh my god there's magic (laughs) (laughs) also i need the vatican to do something better with their time so maybe stop bothering them about harry potter and let them handle all of their other crap that they need to deal with
0: (laughs) So uh, the last story for Gut Reaction, um, this was out of Great Falls, Montana. The Great Falls Public Library organized a fine-free fun run where you could earn $5 for every 1.3-mile loop um, towards fine forgiveness, whether it's uh, fine for yourself or if you want to just, like, help pay off somebody else's library fine. They, uh, before before the fun run, they uh, had uh, fundraising, Thank you. Words. Collecting <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> like scratch. Uh, fund. Ra- they, uh,
3: <laughs> they. You're
0: ra- welcome. <laughs> they raised uh, more than three thousand dollars towards the fines, and had it had, um, had one hundred and thirty participants. Thumbs way up. Um, I wish they would do this for student loan debt because oh that God. point, oh I, I would just I would just keep running and like never stop. I would be
3: Forrest Gump. <laughs>
0: But, uh, but yeah, thumbs way, way, way up for this. This is awesome. Tabitha. Uh,
2: I've had a library book for my hometown library since I was like seven. So I'm trying to figure out how far I need to run <laughs> to pay off whatever that fine is. <laughs> the answer is forever. So thumbs up for the idea. Thumbs down for how much I have to run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matt, uh, thumbs up for this. Um, I've heard of other libraries doing programs where there are other things that they can do to get uh, over like fine forgiveness, uh, whether it's, you know, reading books and then putting them in a list or something like, like a summer reading program, but like not, not during the summer. And I, there's been a couple of other things. I can't think of particular examples, but I love this idea. Um, in part just because of getting kids off of their butts and out and out from in front of the TV to do something physical. Um, to do this, whether it's the kids or whether it's somebody else, you know, I think it's a fabulous idea. So thumbs up, pick it,
3: uh, thumbs up for that. Uh, hardcore also thumbs up for the student loan sprint that Mitch is planning. <laughs> the student loan sprint. I love it.
2: <laughs> I'll call Fannie Mae in the morning. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so,
0: uh, we got a couple other things to talk about pick it. I know you need to get off here. I know we probably took up way more of your time than you were planning already, but, uh, but yeah, we will we'll talk to you next week. Yes, I'll see you guys. Right. Bye. 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 All right, so we got just a couple more stories to talk
1: about. <laughs> um, Matt, let's t- uh, start with you and uh, Watchmen. Uh, so this is really kind of cut and dry, uh, but there was a new promo image released for Watchmen, the HBO series. Uh, it is going to be a nine-episode first season, and it is going to debut on October 20th. I still cannot decide if i really want to see this or not and that kind of disappoints me
0: my my attitudes have changed dramatically from when i first heard that it Mm. was coming i'm not saying i'm not gonna watch it but like i've got way too many things that are (laughs) on my plate like i you know i still need to finish um star trek discovery i still need to finish um i want to watch the boys I'm really worried because Titans is coming back pretty soon. And I'm like, I, I don't have time for you. Right. You know, so like Watchmen's
1: on my list, but like, I don't even know that it cracks my top five right now. I mean, it's mm. not going to be a day of release to sit and watch. I feel like at the, at the best right now, it's going to be wait for it to come out, read some reviews <laughs> online, and then maybe watch an episode or two and judge for myself.
2: Yeah, I'm... I'm less thrilled the more we know, and that's usually the opposite of the way I feel about most TV shows. I'm like, ooh, okay. And now I'm like, ooh, okay. (laughs) Uh, So
0: um, Marvel has been teasing um, a new Scotty Young project, and they're calling it a project. We don't know what it is. They, uh, there is a Secret Scotty Project page on Marvel.com. Um,
1: say that three times fast.
0: <laughs> I was lucky to say it once. <laughs> um, and on the uh, on the web page, it says uh, this fall Marvel will be launching a new exclusive product featuring Scotty Young's amazing illustrations. Sign up and be the first to learn about the Secret Project. As you all know, I'm a huge Scotty Young fanboy. Like he, he could. Produce pretty much anything, mm-hmm. and I, I will be on board. But I'm like, I'm I'm intrigued, and something tells me because they keep saying product, I don't think that this is like a new series or anything like that.
1: It's like a mini series.
2: I don't. I don't know because he he stopped doing. Uh, I hate Fairyland.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
2: permanently, but it's on like hiatus. some kind of hiatus. Hi- hiatus, right? Right. Am I, am I correct about that? Yeah. And. Like, I know he's taken some time off because I follow him on all the social medias and it's mostly just him posting pictures of himself sitting in his backyard. So go, Scotty Young, do your thing. But <laughs> like, maybe this is just something like he's got his hand in and maybe he's not doing like the full art no. for. Right. I'm not sure. Either way, I'm completely going to be on board because like you, I'm a Scotty, Scotty Young, Young fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. Boy, girl. Girl, boy. I'm me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: um, all right. Last two stories. Uh, Matt, what's, uh, what's DARPA doing? So DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, has gone to social media. They put out word that they are hunting for a facility that is reminiscent, a little spoiler here, of Starcourt Mall in Stranger Things Season 3. It's a little spoilery, but, I mean, if you've seen any of Stranger Things, you kind of get the sense that the research facility that is in Season 1 is not just self-contained. Like, it expands farther than you would think. Kind of like the seasons expand, so does this system. But they are... And the easiest way to say it is, like, they went out to Twitter and said, Attention City Dwellers. We're interested in identifying university-owned or commercially managed underground urban tunnels and facilities able to host research and experimentation.
0: Nope.
2: No man. Nope,
1: nope, nope, nope. They added into that, they, like, tweeted after themselves, um, the ideal space would be a human-made underground environment spanning several city blocks with complex layout and multiple stories, including atriums, tunnels, and stairwells.
2: Umbrella City has been overrun for years. Right? <laughs> I don't know how to help you. Uh, Raccoon sp- City. Yeah,
1: right, yeah, Raccoon City. Uh, spaces that are currently closed off from pedestrians or can be temporarily used for testing are of interest. No, nope. nope. Now, the internet, obviously, and Twitter just went bonkers for this because, you know, what else are they going to do, right? Uh, so, they posted this and then some. Like one of the most popular responses was a, uh, a GIF of... I can't think what his name is, Michael from The Office, uh, Steve Carell's character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes, not suspicious at all, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody else responded, please, Demogorgons are such a Department of Energy thing. <laughs> 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 so, creepy, yes. Mm, I'm- what's
2: bad is that I think I know somewhere that would work for that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked in a lot of malls, y'all. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, tweet I, them. No, no, I don't want to be
2: responsible.
0: <laughs> you don't want to be responsible for a demogorgon outbreak.
2: Nope. no, thank you. Opening up also, the upside
0: down—that
2: sounds like something I'd do on accident.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not even on accident.
2: Yeah, it depends, if on, you, on, depends on my day. <laughs>
0: yeah, and depends like if, on like if you'd be in charge of the upside down. Oh, you'd be all over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tabitha, let's um, let's go to Japan just for. Uh, just for some S's and giggles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a new video game. It's called Running Wild! Exclamation point. Toilet Seat Race. Toilet Shooting Star. This game has been in the works since 2016. Don't know how it's taken this long for them to get here. But from the Soft Studio. They're currently looking for a million dollar investment. But the game is already playable. And you can choose from one of five leap. Toilet racers from around the world. Uh, Represent America is a good old Gary Splash, who, who is decked out in red, white, and blue with no pants, because you're actively sitting on a toilet. Uh, you can toss toilet paper rolls at your enemies. You can shoot out of your seat with a blast of water from your bowl, so like a bidet. <coughs> And you can collect giant white eggs that honestly kind of look like suppositories. (laughs) So this game sounds awful. Did you guys watch the play? The play video? I I made you.
0: I made you watch it. I didn't. I didn't have time.
2: Uh Oh, don't make time. Save save yourself a couple of minutes.
1: it, it, It looks like an S show.
2: It is a mess, and it's, like, they need- Oh, it's
1: a mess.
2: (laughs) Like, I get why they're asking for their million dollars, mostly, like, because the shame that they're probably under from releasing this, like, like, this looks like something college Tabitha would have got drunk and played, but this looks like something grown-up Tabitha would also maybe get drunk and play, (laughs) but japanese toilet racing video game is really what this boils down to i mean to. if you
1: if they get 100 or if they get a million dollar funding for this i hope
2: they fix the graphics i mean
1: you it's just flushing money down the toilet i mean it's just
2: <laughs> you know i was literally just thinking oh my god we've gone this whole time without a claim.
1: <laughs> you're welcome and
2: then you just had to talk i did okay <laughs> you should work on that should
1: i stop doing that so often yeah. that's pretty crappy
2: Well, now I'm on a roll, so...
0: Better than being in a bowl. Do you have another one, Mitch? Well, I was just going to ask, if you're on a roll, like, are you, like,
2: are you, like, over or under? So there's really only one way to put your toilet paper in, and if I ever go to anyone's house and it's the other way, I switch it because you're a monster. (laughs) But because your toilet paper face is the right way in this house, I'm going to leave you alone. I feel so honored. (laughs) So... Uh, that is
0: all the time we have for this episode of The Geek Awakens. We'll be back next week, but in the meantime, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, where we'll be posting news throughout the week. Uh, while you're there, give us some feedback and tell us what cool stuff we're missing out on. From all of us at The Geek Awakens, thanks for listening, and we hope to will be back next week. Everybody, say bye.
2: Bye! bye.